Hello everyone and thank you for joining XRM podcast do kindly subscribe support and share because we need your help to grow India's ARVR ecosystem and we cannot do this without your help right so today i have with us uh, Advit Dutu he's the founder ceo of uh, Alive Now a creative digital tech studio they create interactive uh, content uh, and have built close to 400 ARVR experiences Uh, besides being the founder of Alive Now, he's also an active early seed stage investor. So we spoke about impact of COVID-19 on emerging tech industry. We spoke about augmented reality because that's what they largely focus on. We spoke about the experiences that they have built, the value that they have added on to brands and consumers, and, and all in all, general about India's AR VR ecosystem. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. And yes, please kindly subscribe. Hey Eddie. So first of all, you know, thanks a lot uh, for doing this. Uh, you know, I think before we get into alive now, I just want to give you a shout out. Uh, uh, you know, you've been doing a really good job evangelizing uh, the AR, VR, uh, MR, XR, and I think any other Rs that will come, uh, you will be at the forefront of uh, evangelizing. Just given the given the network that you've built and. Uh, the the passion that you have right i mean Thank i've you. had a few interactions with you and uh, your passion is just amazing for the stuff that you're Thank doing you. uh you. you know juggling all these different things that you're doing the events the podcast the, the the magazine all of that so so uh you know big big congrats to you and thanks for thanks for doing this uh, so alive now you know i'll just give you a a quick quick, quick background uh, you know when, when we started and, and what we're doing now because it you know a lot has changed uh, uh you know i i graduated from the us and i came back here in about 2009 right. we were one of the first uh, pure service uh, social media agencies that plain vanilla social media agencies that started operations in about late 2009 right. uh about 5 years into that you know the first 4 5 years we had an amazing amazing journey a lot of great brands that we worked with about 5 um, years into that i think around 2014 or 2015 is when we realized that the normal social media digital marketing is becoming a plain vanilla uh, service it's pretty commoditized and too many people are trying to do the same thing so then right. we said you know what can we do uh, that's when we you know explored uh, and we said that why don't we get into doing some very interesting stuff in immersive at the intersection of technology and marketing right, 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 uh, right. then we started building on twitter building on linkedin building on all these different uh, stacks building on these platforms and one thing led to another and uh, we 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 now are a pure uh, you know kind of a tech company but a lot of lot of people still call us an agency just because you know that was uh, our origins you know we <laughs> even many times we known as an agency but we don't operate as an agency right so we don't have any uh, brands that we work with on retainer or anything so when this a uh, marketing tech journey basically what happened is uh you know uh, we we have our own product called newsfeed smart apps that's into branded games and we also got into uh, augmented reality and virtual reality uh and uh, most specifically ar and vr uh, in the marketing advertising and the branding industry right. and that's to now and uh, we we're slowly branching out to more of the ar and vr stuff uh, as well uh so that's a you know a brief overview of where we are we were uh, you know fortunate enough uh, given that we had a early mover advantage and we were doing a lot of interesting you know, bit of work we were fortunate enough, fortunate enough to 
become official uh, partners with Facebook and Instagram, uh, you know, as, as a, one of their AR partners globally to work with brands. Uh, so that's that. I also have a background in the advertising field. So I've been servicing the advertising uh, agencies, production house since uh, right. like the last 20 years. So I have an audio studio, I have a video studio basically. So I produce turnkey content for uh, the, the ad agencies over here. So so yes, I mean, somehow I feel that the 2D medium is going to die out, making way for the uh, 3D world where you know people will start uh, interacting with content, you know, rather than being restricted to just a passive medium, which is, you know, what we are doing at right. this point. So do you see that AR, VR being the future of immersive advertising. And if you see that, what's the timeline that you're looking at? Look, I think uh, you you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I see a lot of opportunity, a lot of, uh, you know, I think we're now, this year is a bit of an inflection point, actually. Uh, you know, given there's a lot of factors that are converging to kind of, a uh, you know, to, to help this to happen, right? So, one is, of course, the whole COVID-19 situation that has happened. Uh, you know, more and more brands are now uh, trying to, you know, ask themselves, you know, uh, with people sitting at homes, how do we engage with them, right? And one of the really good ways to engage uh, with people uh, in, when they're sitting at home is augmented reality and uh, in, in, in a few cases, virtual reality, because obviously VR is restricted by you need to have the hardware with you, but AR, you know, you don't have that restriction. So, so there's a couple of things happening, right, which which are converging to help all this. So the first thing is uh, AR was never taken seriously, according to me, even though AR has been around for, I think, at least about eight, nine years. I think AR was never taken seriously, and rightly so, by many brands and, uh, you know, brand managers and uh, senior people in marketing, because it was very, very hard to reach scale in AR pre Pre the Snapchat lenses and Facebook filters and Instagram filters era. Uh, before that, uh, for somebody to experience an augmented reality, uh, you know, to consume an augmented reality experience, they were unfortunately, or you know, that time fortunately, forced to download an app, and that itself was a huge uh, kind of a you know user journey uh, uh, breaker. Now, the, one of the biggest things that has happened is all these social platforms, you know, started with Snapchat, which then uh, then Facebook and Instagram have basically uh, allowed and have uh, you know evolved their platform to allow these really amazing, incredible augmented reality experiences that brands can create. And the reason why brands and the market uh, marketing and uh, digital folks are interested is because when you create something in a Facebook or an Instagram or Snapchat AR, the scale you can reach is amazing and there is no need to download an app and all of that. So that's the first thing. The second thing that has happened is uh, the penetration of good quality smartphones with good processor speed and people, the number of smartphones who can actually, uh, you know, process these, uh, you know, a complex augmented reality filters and all of this, that's also at scale. So these two things have really, really helped. Now, the third factor, this is a big thing, uh, which has really helped, is if you think of the history of advertising and marketing, uh, especially I'm talking about uh, in the digital and on web and on mobile, right? It has always been about two-dimensional scrolling, swiping, clicking, tapping, and all of that. Now, it's for the first time, thanks to AR, you're getting to, uh, uh, you know, you're getting users to 
consume and interact with content using their hands their face their eyes their mouth and you know you can't get more immersive or you can't get more engaging than that right so i think a confluence of these three factors uh you know have has helped uh you know with brands and marketing folks at senior levels and digital folks at senior levels to start taking ar very seriously now vr i think is a, obviously a very different ball game uh, uh now the other thing you need to think about vr is different markets and different regions are at a different uh, maturity level right so in the us penetration of vr with the number of uh, you know uh, oculus rift go and quest headsets that they've sold and the uh, htc vives that they have is totally you know different from how many uh, people have access to an oculus rift or a go at home right so vr if you think about it i think in india it's more at an enterprise level uh and maybe more at an event level or a experiential level at booths or at auto expos and stuff like that so i don't think you you know it's going to be anytime soon that vr experiences can reach scale especially for the marketing and uh advertising industry but in india what i am seeing is the vr enthusiasts in fact uh whoever uh you know has the vr devices has the access to vr devices I think there's a lot of people uh, playing games in VR, both uh, you know, built in India and built overseas. I think there's a lot of that happening as well. Lovely. So yes, I completely double that. That at this point of time, you know, because of the 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 problem with the hardware at this point of time, you know, uh, VR is going to take time. You know, but so so I, I started. Uh, I mean, I got into immersive tech because of virtual reality. We built our own virtual reality. 16 camera rig back in 2016 you know when uh, google was building their uh, the the odyssey rig right so yes i mean i, I am a proponent of virtual reality and i believe that's going to be the like i mean it's going to take some time but i think that's going to be a very transformation technology but i think even augmented reality is a transformation technology and augmented reality rightfully like you said is adding value right now because we already have the devices you don't need exactly. to be looking for a device and say that okay you you know you if i do an xp you you know you need to buy a hardware what so much yes. maybe like a computer and stuff like that so uh, yes uh, rightfully completely agreed that at this point of time ar is the place i mean if you're looking at immediate uh, 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 solutions uh, uh, products i mean building experiences then ar is the space to go but tell me i mean at this point i mean the adoption is still a little slow like right i mean i have been doing my bit to kind of convince the the investor uh, the space the the startup space the marketers the ad agencies so what according to you we should be doing to push drive the ecosystem at least get the brand guys the marketing heads to come and understand and say oh look at this this building an experience through ar can really add value and it's it's going to be interactive what according to you we should do to engage the ad agencies and the marketers you know that's a very very good question and it's actually a very tough question uh, and and i'll and i'll try and answer it this way right even though uh, you know uh, with all these different platforms like lens studio and uh, you know spark ar and uh, you know i think tiktok will be launching its own ar studio to build ar filters is accessible to all uh, and they've tried to make it easy for people to use i think what is happening because of that is uh, i mean for a lack of a better word the ar ecosystem 
is getting uh, you know uh, polluted with a lot of low quality augmented reality a lot of low quality ar uh, you know experiences uh, that are built at little to no cost and when you know when brand managers and marketers and when especially when agencies with little to no tech knowledge try to do things like that you know the the first time that a brand manager uh, you know looks at something and they, you know they're uh, you know like they they're shown the moon saying that we can do this and we can do that and then when they finally see something it's not a great experience right? it's not as what was promised now that immediately turns them off and you know they you know they they get into that uh, cycle of okay this is not what it actually looks like and it what what it actually feels like so i think couple of things uh, need to happen right so the first thing i think that needs to happen is uh, at mid and senior levels in brands and marketing whether it's at an agency side or at a brand side i think people need to understand and accept that if you want to build a good ar experience uh, there needs to be uh, you know uh, mentally accept the fact that it is going to cost quite a bit of money right so uh, and 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 if you do that then automatically the 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 final result will be much better but if you if you you know uh, expect stuff for uh, one fifth or one sixth of you know what it actually costs that's what you're going to get so i think the first thing is there has to be a mindset change in what exactly uh, people you know brands and marketers and both and the brand and the agency side can think can be done on ai so i think the first and the most important thing is the mindset change i think the second uh, thing that needs to happen is from these big social platforms itself uh you know they need to maybe you know over 6 months or one year do these uh, do programs with a lot of the big brands and marketers talking about ar what you can do in ar what you can expect in ar and how you can engage with ar right that is that now another very important thing to uh, kind of uh, keep in mind is if you look at ar again you know whether you like it or not especially in the last 12 to 18 months what has happened is the focus has been all on the uh, ar in social apps so snap facebook instagram and tiktok but actually augmented reality uh, if you ask me kind of falls under three pillars so pillar number 1 is augmented reality in social apps so snapchat lenses instagram and facebook filters pillar number 2 is web ar now web ar is picking up quite a bit uh again for some of those factors that i uh, you know mentioned early on and especially web ar another big factor is that like how snapchat and facebook have built a spark ar platform to democratize ar filter creation on social platforms in the last 12 to 18 months you've had some very good platforms like zapper and eight wall and all of these platforms that have democratized web ar Uh, tech and web ar creation so that again is helping brands and agencies to launch web ar experiences at scale so that's the second pillar web ar now the third pillar which i think is going to pick up uh, later this year and maybe in 2021 is in app ar so in app ar is your flipkarts of the world your mintras of the world your amazons of the world and even your small uh, you know uh, 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 e-commerce players retail players who have apps will realize that having interesting and good augmented reality experience built into their own app 
has a lot of value add it helps retain people in the app it helps you know it, it there's a value add uh, you know people can try out products there's a lot of interesting things that you can do so this third pillar i think is not yet been explored and that i think uh, you know there's going to be a lot of uh, interest and a lot of brands will start doing in app ar as well lovely so can you just run me through a couple of use cases to excite the people who are listening at least the marketers or the agencies who are listening can you run them through the jobs that you have done the the value that's been added to the the brands and, and the consumers sure so you know in uh, uh, facebook and instagram ar i think one of the most exciting campaigns that we did was uh, when wagonar uh, launched their new model in about uh, late 2019 there was a full page times of india ad and uh, we said you know just scan this qr code and you can actually have the 3d of the car standing in your driveway or standing on the road and uh, you know this was a facebook filter where users can just scan and then they uh, you know place the car on a flat surface they can turn around the car and the beauty of this was it was a uh, extremely simple user journey no need to download any app you just scan and it launches right so that was uh, an experience that was very very nice we did something very interesting for swiggy about uh, 3 4 months ago for their campaign we, you know we we helped them become one of the first brands in india to use uh, facebook launched a new ad unit called ar ads which is a ad unit specifically for ar that is in the mobile uh, uh, news feed of facebook so we did a ar game for swiggy for their campaign and they were one of the first to use that uh, you know uh, ar ads to launch uh for dubai expo 2020 we did something interesting on instagram ar so this is the stuff that we've done on uh, i mean look in the last two years we've built i think close to 400 ar experiences for brands you know globally so these are just a few that are uh, you know uh, off the top of my head right uh, and in terms of uh, in app ar i think there's some great use cases uh, that uh, you know brands that are selling products like your flipkart can say just flip to the back camera and place that product on a flat surface and explore it uh, you know flipkart or a mintra or a myglam that sells lipsticks where in app ar or they can make them go to a, a social ar and say try out lipsticks and try out this makeup and buy so that i think uh, adds a lot of value because it's at the end of the day it's also driving commerce to you i'm extremely excited to hear that you have built somewhere around 400 ar experiences that's so very cool so when you said that you know there are a lot of people who have like at least these small production houses who are building these low quality ar experiences and and they are actually in some ways destroying the market i wish my listeners who are listening to this conversation get gets in touch with adwit you know because i think he's doing a brilliant job and like always i mean i always leave behind the details you know your your contact so i mean anybody who wants to uh, get Uh, to i mean build some really quality ar experiences please please get in touch with adit so uh, adit tell me i mean you know uh, uh, for the last 21 plus days everybody is like stuck at home right so this right. remote conversation remote work remote healthcare remote education you know all of these remote thing is being pushed up in, in the forefront right Correct. virtual reality augmented reality artificial intelligence all of these technologies has the capabilities of doing that so what are your views do you think covid 19 would somehow be that force of nature which would drive these technologies forward i hope so and i do think so also uh, I, i i can tell you uh, one thing from you know from a personal uh, experience is that 
know, we 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 were one of the first uh, teams. Uh, we just built a VR game uh, and launched it on the global Oculus Store about two months ago. And totally accidentally, I think we got the timing right uh, because we were not expecting the amount of downloads that we got on that game, and it was purely because a lot of people uh, in the US and UK, you know, obviously about 60 to 65 percent of the downloads have come from the North America and European region. uh and everybody sitting at home and and uh, that has given a huge boost uh to vr so i think in the vr point of view especially uh you know uh, uh, gaming companies who are looking to kind of see you know where is my next uh you know revenue stream or what can i do different it, i think they should seriously start thinking about building uh you know games for the vr for the oculus uh, store and for hcc vive as well it's a bit of a tough mountain to climb because the amount of work and effort involved is you know maybe four times more than building a mobile app uh, or a mobile app game but so are the return on investment and so are the uh, revenues that you can generate so that i think is for vr and uh, so that is for consumer vr now for enterprise vr uh, this uh, you know whole work from home situation and remote working it's a huge boost so some uh, you know uh, platforms and tools like hololens uh two where you know you you from remote you can you know solve problems you can identify uh, what's wrong and fix stuff and you know you have someone sitting in bangalore and someone sitting in the us and both of them wear the same device and they're looking at the same thing and they can you know go through that same for uh uh training right so uh people who join newly they maybe instead of uh flying down and meeting they it could be a virtual meeting so there's law i think at an enterprise level it uh, this particular situation is definitely going to get people uh, people in senior levels to start thinking about how can they use vr uh, efficiently effectively to 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 do stuff uh, you know faster uh, that for sure now ar uh, is going to definitely help as well especially in the marketing and advertising industry now ar outside of the marketing and advertising industry i think maybe in the gaming industry a little bit uh, but that's that's what i see happening but this is definitely a push now eddie i think one thing that uh, you need to know and generally everybody needs to know is anytime there is a downturn in the economy uh, the the first one of the first few things that start getting cut is marketing budgets advertising budgets uh, again whether you whether you like it or not right travel right. so all kinds of cost cutting happen Uh, and you know we we're about 3 to 4 weeks into this lockdown and we're already hearing of a lot of these uh, large agencies and even the small agencies are you know forced to lay off people uh, you know uh, sending them on furloughs and a lot of these long term contracts retainers being cut the media spends going down uh, you know there was a there was a joke on uh, uh, on on linkedin somebody posted that see the weight of the times of india paper from 3 months ago to now the weight of the paper itself has come down by 50% so that automatically means that you know media advertising industry is going to take a hit uh, right so so we have to look at spend in ar vr uh, immersive tech uh, interactive tech in that from that point of view also that uh, because the sector itself is going to take a little bit of a of a hit this also might take a hit but uh, you know people are going to start looking at instead of 
doing six or eight or ten campaigns. What two campaigns can I do that have the most amount of impact, and maybe one of them becomes an augmented reality uh, uh, experience that people are going to start talking about. Lovely. So, so yes, you mentioned that. I mean, the downturn is obviously is going to lead to budget cuts, layoffs, media spend uh, cut down. But you know, you know what? The the the, the two thousand eight downturn. created millionaires because you know they saw the opportunity because ad- adversity always has this thing it creates opportunities also right totally so agree if with you, you. Like, if you reinvent those models you can see and see if you have a foresight you can actually look ahead and say okay oh these are the models like if you see right now when you know see, you you saying the media spends are going to cut the go down but if you see uh, on the alternate side uh, there is content consumption has really gone up Gone up, yeah, yeah. Your, your streaming has uh, uh, gone Black up. Board, so, absolutely. so, yeah, so, so there. Obviously, there's all those opportunities are there now. If these ad agencies, if these media companies, whatever, I mean, relook or figure out ways to reinvent themselves, I feel that there's an opportunity over here. You know, to uh, this thing. You have also been an investor. I mean, though you have invested more, not in the uh, the immersive tech space, more in in the the, the food. Uh, space but if uh, as an investor do you see this as an opportunity to kind of invest into the immersive tech space and push that absolutely business? absolutely you you hit the nail on the head and uh, you know i'll i'll tell you a, a very interesting fact uh, this was a this was a study i was reading from one of the vc firms one of the us vc firms they did a very simple study and they said they removed sector they removed who was the investor who was the company removed everything and they said uh the average return on investment when they invested during the 2008-9 period versus when they invested during 2012 or 13 or 15 so they did two three comparisons right so one they said all investments made during 2001-2 right after the uh tech bubble burst and then the next set of investment that they made right after the financial crisis in 8 and 9 those companies gave the best compounded annual growth rate or cagr best roi uh and irrespective of sector irrespective of company you know it's it's uh it's and you know then you you put two and two together it makes a lot of sense because the money that you invest when somebody is just coming out of a downturn it's like uh the investor kind of gets more bang for their buck right so they get better valuations the same money is doing more work which automatically means 3 or 5 years from now that company is much more valuable versus when you invest in a bubble or maybe not a bubble when the economy and everyone is doing well at a 2016 or 17 or 18 you probably are going to get on average lower return so i think probably not for the next 3 to 6 months because uh it very very tough to predict what the future holds and what is going to happen i think there's a lot of people doing a lot of predictions but frankly my opinion is nobody knows nobody knows how we're going to come out of this uh, you know and everyone can claim to be a pro and give their predictions but frankly i i don't think anybody knows uh, because there is no precedent right so this is such a different and a unique uh, situation so i think wait and watch for maybe 6 to 6 uh, uh, months or 6 to 8 months but i think early uh late 2020 and early 2021 is would be an amazing time uh, to invest in immersive tech companies 
you're right so i've done a couple of investment one is obviously a, a very large food chain we were early investors one is a, a, a you know rental furniture company based in bangalore with operations in two three cities and a logistics tech company now i would love to invest in immersive tech it's just that uh, in india uh, so because i i look at mostly companies in india and i do angel size uh, mid to mid to uh, large size investments in india uh, unfortunately i haven't come across really really good companies in india with a sole focus on um, immersive tech and uh, uh, whether it's on the software side or whether it's on the hardware side i you know i have seen a few proposals uh, you know uh, part of the mumbai angel network so i've seen a couple of uh, proposals but you know uh, i know where the i i i i have I, i mean i can say i have some idea of the global standard right i know some of the companies based in 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 uk and us and australia and what and how they operate and what they're at unfortunately i could not uh, you know identify and even if you look at in india whatever investments have happened in this space immersive tech ar vr i don't think anyone can say with authority any company uh, in our companies have come out with flying colors right i might be wrong you probably are at a better position to you might me you may correct me uh, but i think no company that anybody has invested in in the ar vr space has come out with some great flying colors or been acquired or you know grown at 6x or 8x or 10x uh, that's i mean that's my point of view but totally open to looking at uh, you know investing and i think i i'll tell you i'll tell you one area you know if there's people who are listening and who who are thinking of uh, doing a startup in the next 6 to 8 months i will tell you one area that is completely ripe uh, you know to to explore where there is a lot of demand but the supply is less and india as a, as as a geographic region is very well positioned is building high quality vr games uh to deploy across the world your cost of design cost of 3d cost of development cost of all of the stuff in india is one fifth or one fourth versus when you compare to the us and uh, uh the uk and you do not have top quality vr studios building really good quality vr games uh th- that that can compete with you know uh, global standard vr games on the oculus store and vr games on the oculus store are sold at an average of between 15 to 25 dollars per game which is almost 10 to 12 times your mobile app store uh, per game revenue right so i think if you have someone or a team who can you know really focus on building amazing vr games global standards uh, i think that's a great great uh, you know team or company to invest in and if there's people who are doing that i mean please reach out to me i would love to look at it as well lovely lovely so so uh, adwit completely bang on right when when you spoke about i mean the ar vr uh, startups in india so most of them are definitely not investor ready some of them who have been invested are obviously are going to take time to you know get acquired or whatever but you know what i think that's the 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 reason for that i guess it's not just in india i think it's globally i think global also i mean only just there are few companies who have like actually gone ahead i mean even if they invested they are like okay there there is uh, 
there is actually i mean they they go on to another series you know but the, the ecosystem is so in a nascent stage for yes. it to grow i think we all need to come together build a community and we do have some great talent over here we do have some great developers startups who are doing some really cool things but the ecosystem is not there just for i mean I, i'll just uh, there's this uh, i'm not going to take names but there's this there's this connect of mine who's building uh, uh, hardware right and, and i think they're doing a brilliant job the hardware what they're building uh, is really excellent but maybe i feel that they're a little early on to the ecosystem but right. maybe this covid-19 could just be that force of nature like i mentioned which could drive the conversation of you know people needing to have those uh, hardwares you know so Absolutely. And, Yeah. So, so you know, Eddie, I'll tell yeah. you one thing. You hit the nail on the head, and I don't think we can ask for anyone better than you to be, uh, you know, evangelizing and leading that community and creating an ecosystem. But I'm being very frank, right? Not just because we're doing this podcast. I haven't seen anyone in the country with a passion like you and with the network that you've built, evangelizing AR, VR, and MR. Uh, I haven't seen anyone, right? So, I mean, there's people. who are uh, who have their own kind of vested interests uh, pushing different agendas but looking at the work that you've done and uh, you know you're bringing you're bringing to the fore people from all you know from from you're bringing them from the agency side from the brand side from the enterprise side from uh, journalists from uh, experts from both from the development side from the design side from creative tech Uh, so i think i think you are doing a great great job and i think the uh, i think it's called the immersion fest right so that is that is a great initiative and i think uh, i think last year was your second edition or a third the, edition the, 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 the first edition which which the so first oh, edition yeah 600 okay. people coming for the event so look at that man that itself is a great success and i think a lot of people heard about that immersion fest and later on they were like oh i didn't know about this if i knew i would be there so i think there were a lot of people looking forward to the next immersion fest and i think that itself is a start of uh, you know as you said we got to build that ecosystem the ecosystem is in a very nascent stage and for all you know in that in the next uh, uh, fest that you do you can have a, a section only for uh, people in the ar vr who are startups who want to pitch and you can have investors listen do like a shark tank uh, uh, a style uh, pitch session uh, as as one of the one of the events in your fest completely so in fact for the first edition we had actually planned that out we actually had planned okay. a pitch pitch thing we had reached out to a, a couple of players who uh, to to ask them to kind of like do it but most of them backed out so maybe i was too early into the ecosystem yes because because what i realized was that i mean you know you have to build an ecosystem you know if the ecosystem is there business will happen if there's no ecosystem nobody is going to yeah yeah gain gain right so so yes i mean let, let me just go back to web ar right web AR, social AR, in-app AR, web AR—it's in a nascent stage, you know. I mean, so what are your views on that? When do you think it's going to mature, and when it's going to really start uh, adding value? I think uh, web AR is slowly coming of age. Uh, you know, I think it's going to take another six to twelve months. But I think, again, thanks to some of these platforms like Eight Wall and Zapper. they are what i would like to say democratizing uh, the uh, creation process right because 
they've built these engines that uh, you know that that can run these web ar experiences uh, even on medium phones even with uh, decent internet speeds and all that so i think you know as the quality of phones become better maybe you know the uh, the the emergence of 5g might even improve uh, speeds a bit more maybe web ar becomes a bit more uh, famous by then but i think people are already starting to see uh, you know a value in web ar and there is interest in web ar uh, but yes in india i have not seen a lot of interest because we work with uh, brands uh, overseas as well a lot of interest in web ar from southeast asia and the middle east probably in the next 6 to 8 months i think a web ar will will really pick up again right it goes back to all that needed is a few mind blowing incredible campaigns in web ar and everyone's going to be like wow who did this or how do we do this and then people are going to start trying and people will uh, you know slowly start using web ar but i think web ar is at a stage where uh, ar filters were probably a year and a half or two years ago Uh, so in the next, I think twelve to eighteen months, I think there's going to be bit of a an explosion of web AR related uh, campaigns, web AR related interactions, and you know content created on web AR. Yeah. So so yes, you rightfully agreed. Five G, I think, is going to come down, come and drive the entire ecosystem forward. So do you think this is still? I mean, yes, it's a great device for AR, but do you think it's also maybe you know just an okay device? Maybe uh, you need uh, uh, glasses, something which glasses. like I am wearing, you know, something which could converge your phone and your computer into one single wearable device. Do you see that as the future of AR? And, and what is the future of alive now uh you hit the nail on the head with the glasses totally agree with you and the reason i i'm saying this is because it's you don't have some small companies or some small players thinking about glasses you have the three largest tech organizations which is facebook is looking at this seriously apple is looking at it seriously and google is looking at it seriously right so when you have these three large companies looking at this seriously and you know it's it's you know one or the other is going to come out with it and then the others are going to follow the scale is massive right so when the scale is massive and automatically you're going to have uh, you know people on the tech side and your developer community and all of them starting to build experiences on glasses so i mean it's going to go through the normal cycle right so there's going to be excitement a lot of people are going to try and build something and then if that if that particular device the glasses if adoption is great if people can use it without feeling that it is you know an obstructionist device without feeling that you know feeling that it okay it is naturally an extension of me right the phone is literally literally become an extension of your hand or extension of your body same thing with the glasses right so the glasses come out with all of these in mind i think there is a possibility of that uh, you know you know becoming the next wave of how uh, you know when <coughs> when the iphone was introduced and the app store so you probably will have an app store for the uh, for the eyes so all of that is 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 i think going to happen but i think we have a long way to go for that so i don't see any of these companies releasing any of these ar glasses at least for the next 12 to 18 months and given the whole covid situation and the global economic downturn that's also going to push people's plans 
even even though they they they're big companies and they have massive cash reserves i think they're going to push that a little bit to focus on the you know the core of their business right. uh, so coming to alive now uh, i think we are at a very very good uh, space uh, you know thankfully i'm 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 so happy that we we're not uh, you know like a typical agency otherwise we would have really suffered uh, because i know i have friends i know i know uh, colleagues who who work in different agency and they do not uh, the future does not look uh, very very bright for them um you know given that we work on a pure project basis given that we uh, you know brands are paying us for only what we do and given that there's really good quality immersive interesting uh, different eye catching things that we do uh, that's what brands are going to start looking for more and more right 5 years ago every single agency that we were competing with every single agency that we used to compete with they are our clients now i name an agency that we used to compete with they work with us now right so uh, you know i'm i'm glad we did that pivot it's worked out very well so going forward i think uh, you know one uh, you know uh, like i said we have about four or five pillars that we kind of operate so the first pillar is augmented reality which uh, you know we've pretty much mastered the ar in social so your filters and snap and fb and instagram your second pillar is web ar so we working with already some of these platforms and building a few web ar experiences and then in app ar so in app ar we're working with some of the large brands in india to experiment and see what in app ar is going to work so that's our first pillar our second pillar is gaming right so we already have uh, two products one product is called newsfeed smart apps now that is essentially uh, brands can we build uh, branded games hyper casual bite sized games that people can play you know quick to play 30 seconds one minute and you win coupons and all kinds of stuff so this is very highly engaging brands really like it the second solution we have that we launched just about 3 months ago is something called swipe up games now the uh, thought behind swipe up games is very simple stories is the new feed there is more content that brands are creating for stories and there is more time that users are spending on stories so we built a solution where specifically for facebook stories and instagram stories where you watch a story you swipe up and a nice game loads in the app and you play and you know all kinds of stuff happens so that has worked out well we've done three, three four campaigns great return on investment for the brands they want to do more of that so under games the next thing that we have is augmented reality games itself so whether it's social or filters or uh, sorry filters or web ar looking at augmented reality games now another one under gaming is in app games like how you have in app ar there's in app games so we're building that as well where uh, i think many people now will will realize that on a flipkart or a paytm there's a gaming section so these large companies have teams where they can build a gaming section there are many small companies who have apps who we feel with a gaming section inside an app will increase the time spent will increase engagement you play a game on something then redeem it by buying something in the app so there's a lot of things that 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 we can do there so that's uh, our gaming uh, pillar that we're looking at so that's a lot there's a lot of work that we're doing there as well uh, and of course we do a little bit of work with chatbots so that's going to continue we do a lot of work on uh, interactive videos so basically whether you have an existing video or you're shooting a video we have tech that we've built that you can have you can add a layer on the video so you can add a commerce layer on the video you can add a you know a storytelling layer you know the uh, you know like bandersnatch style it stops right. you say okay what happens next so that so basically anything and everything at the intersection of marketing and technology 
very interesting stuff cool stuff and then of course the vr bit uh, you know we've realized that there's a huge potential there so we are thinking of building our own original uh, 2 3 vr games that we might launch sometime this year uh and i think there's good good potential to uh, uh you know revenue generating potential there as well and i think a lot of the game studios in india should start looking at uh, vr games very seriously even though they'll be competing with us but i think that's not a i think it's it's not a red ocean it's a blue ocean lot of opportunity lovely lovely super so so thank you adit for being part of xrm podcast really really appreciate you giving time so i think what are we doing i think you are completely on the right track and i guess the agencies agencies if you guys are listening please he, take heed because you need to change with the time gone are the days you know where we have standard tv commercials and your your digital films things are changing things are going interactive you know like i mean as it was mentioning i mean you know that's what he's building so i mean take heed otherwise i mean you'll get lost i mean you know so abit really that uh, was a pleasure talking to you any last words to our listeners uh not really i think these are tough times but everyone is going to come out stronger i think uh india as a country and the people of india are very very hard working they're very creative uh, you know as they say the jugaad uh, we have a very jugaad mindset i think uh, you know indians are a smart set of people they know where to identify opportunities uh, and i think we'll come out strong i'm 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 not too worried i think everyone's going to be fine and uh, we're going to come out strong and uh, The only thing I want to say uh, as I sign off is uh, good luck to you. Uh, I think it's very very important for people like you to be in the industry and to build the ecosystem. I cannot stress the importance of the ecosystem. You've got it right, and I'm uh, very excitedly looking forward to the Immersion Fest. I think uh, this year, uh, uh, I think it's going to happen sometime at the end of the year. Hopefully, things are settled down by then. Right. And, uh, uh you know social distancing norms are uh, a bit uh, okay and you know the event industry is back and up and running so you know looking forward to a really exciting and a, and a grand uh, uh, you know immersion fest uh, later this year uh and to everyone listening in i think uh, you know there's there's a treasure trove of knowledge in uh, you know eddie's exron podcast the videos you know i regularly uh, tune in eddie and i listen and i think you get some great guests uh uh you know who who know what they're talking about who know what's going on in the industry so anyone who's i think interested in ar vr xr mr uh, should definitely tune in to you and listen to you and thank you so much uh, for the opportunity eddie thank you adit it was a pleasure talking to you and like you said i think we are a resilient lot and i think we're going to come out of this extremely strong strong yeah, yeah. so thank you yeah. you take care really appreciate thank it thank you eddie take care thanks